Welcome to this week's Wednesday interview from the Sustainable Futures Report. I'm Anthony Day and it's the 10th of November. Is the sun shining where you are? Well, let's not waste it. It's energy, it's free, it's clean and it's renewable. You may be picking some of it up through the solar panels on your roof, but the sun lights up the whole world. Here's a man to tell you how to make the most of it. Viral Hadev is the Vice President Strategy at Ubiquitous Energy. Viral, welcome to the Sustainable Futures Report. Hi, Anthony. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Today we're going to talk about solar energy, but we're not going to talk about solar panels. Explain to me how your company's technology works. Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Well, we consider it solar panels that are unique and different, uh, almost like a, a new generation of solar panels. Um, our technology is very similar to the way that traditional solar you know, panels or solar technology works. You know, it receives sunlight and it, it, it harvests some of that energy, converts some of that into usable energy or electricity. Uh, the, the novel thing that we have is that we've developed a solar panel that's essentially invisible or completely transparent. And um, that's what makes us different from traditional solar panels. Um, and the way it works is quite simple in concept. Um, essentially, our solar technology receives sunlight just like other solar panels, converts some of that to useful electricity. The trick is we don't absorb any of the visible light, the light that we know as color. Um, and we let all of that light pass through. So to me and you, our device or our technology looks virtually transparent or completely invisible, but it's still functional because it's absorbing and converting the light energy that we don't see from sunlight, which is mostly in the ultraviolet uh, part of the spectrum and the infrared, uh, which actually has most of the energy potential that comes from sunlight. So we're talking about solar windows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you could apply our technology to windows. Um, and basically, you wouldn't really even know that our coding or our technology is embedded uh, within the window because, you know, it's transparent. And so you still it still functionally looks like a window and aesthetically pleasing and then transparent. But of course, it's functional because it's now capturing some of that invisible solar energy and converting that into useful electricity. And how do you collect that energy from the window? Yeah, great question. So uh, the, the coding itself or the technology itself, um, you know, is on the plane or on the entire surface of the glass. And it transports the, the energy, the holes and the electrons to the edges of the glass, where then it's then transferred out, um, you know, by physical wires, electrical wires. Um, and then, you know, it's like a traditional solar panel or, or electricity kind of uh, source, right? So you, you can take those wires and connect it to whatever you would like to power or to drive, uh, whether you want to connect it directly to a battery for energy storage, or whether you want to connect it directly to some other appliances or um, uh, devices that run off of direct current. Of course, you know, we're producing direct current just like traditional technologies in DC. And so oftentimes, um, you, you, you know, there's a, there's a need or want to maintain the energy in DC so that you don't have losses, um, you know, trans transitioning from or inverting from DC to AC to back to DC. And so um, it's, a, it's a trend that we've noticed um, that seems to be growing 
um, in, in terms of keeping the power in direct current. Um, and then because of all the appliances, you know, that we typically think about and use, run off direct current, you know, like lighting and things like that. Now, this coating you describe, is this something that can be retrofitted? Can you take an existing window and spray the coating onto it? Or is this something which has to be manufactured as part of the window? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, eventually it, it is going to be something that can be retrofitted or applied af after the fact. Um, but right now we're focused on the manufacturing process for windows and glass. And our coating is basically just uh, applied to the surface of the glass as part of that process. So it's essentially like a new window, um, but you can install this window into an existing building by replacing the existing window. And this could be a double glazed or triple glazed unit. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. I understand you've got a, a couple of sites where this has already been installed and you're uh, entering on long-term evaluation processes. Uh, one of them, I think, is Michigan State University, and you've got another one in Japan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have uh, several installations uh, now um, kind of around. It used to be, we called it in California, then around the country, and now it's kind of around the world, as you mentioned, uh, with the latest one in Japan. And so, yeah, we've installed a number of these uh, windows um, into existing facilities, sometimes new buildings. Um, the installation we did um, at a building in Boulder, Colorado, was actually a new construction building that was going for the highest energy efficiency uh, that was possible. So in that particular building, they actually uh, put um, traditional solar panels on the vertical surface of the building, which didn't have window space. So it's a, it's a building that looks just like a solar panel on the side of it, where there's windows, it's using our technology. Um, so you still have windows that you know you can see in and out of. But you're right, um, the installation at Michigan State, um, we've done one at our partner in Tokyo in Japan. Um, and we're also um, done one at a partners of ours in Toledo, Ohio. Um, that's, that, that went into an existing building where again, they actually replaced the existing windows and installed our windows. Um, and then we're gonna be doing a demonstration um, at a major building in, in a downtown area in, in, in Manhattan or New York City coming up soon. Right. Now, the thing about windows, or the vast majority of windows, is that they are perpendicular to the ground. And mm -hmm. solar panels generally tend to be elevated, I don't know, 15 to 50 degrees from the horizontal. Um, and it, it varies according to the latitude of where these panels are installed. So given that you're stuck, that you've got to have vertical surfaces, does that affect the efficiency and the yield of your panels? Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, it doesn't technically affect the efficiency, um, but it does affect the yield, right? Um, so the technology will perform the same in terms of you know wh whatever orientation or elevation is placed on. Um, but there, there is a trade-off, or not a trade-off, um, there, there is a direct correlation to how much you know, incident solar intensity that the solar panel or the window will see. So you're exactly right. So, you know, you're going to get a lot more solar intensity or um, incident illumination on a horizontal or slightly tilted surface than you are on a completely 90 degree vertical surface. And that varies, you know, across the world, as you can imagine, right, uh, by longitude and latitude. And so typically, if you wanted to take kind of like a just a global average you're probably going to be in the range of about 50 to 70 percent 
um, of the solar illumination um, on a vertical surface as you would be as opposed to a horizontal surface. So there is a little bit of a loss there just because of um, you, you know where it's placed um, in general. And so you know that goes with any solar technology. It's not really unique or specific to ours. It's just directly correlated to how much sunlight that particular surface is able to see, essentially. Okay. And I've got to a point now where I'm going to have to edit this out because I've lost my thought, but I know what I got. I'll, I'll get it back in a minute. Um, no problem. Yes. Do you see your windows as a replacement for rooftop solar? Uh, thinking particularly in the domestic market. Yeah, great question. Um, the, the short answer is definitely no. Um, you know, we see our technology as being more of a complementary technology. Um, you know, we, 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 we talk to, you know, a number of different people, potentially end customers, designers, architects, developers. Um, and, you know, our message is, is pretty simple. You know, we would like people to integrate and deploy our technology, but it's not here to replace any existing kind of renewable energy generation technology. And, and what we mean by that is, you know, where, where there are places where if, if on a home or, or structure or building, if there's rooftop area or if there's an area out in the, in the field somewhere where you want to put solar technology, you're going to be best off putting the traditional technology because it's the most advanced, most efficient, most likely the most economical, right? Um, but in areas where you would like to deploy solar technology, but you can't because of some either real estate space constraint or aesthetic constraint, particularly like windows, um, you know, that's where we think we have a really good solution. And so we see, we see the ability for our technology to work harm, you know, harmoniously with traditional technology so that you're able to get just even more renewable energy generation. Right, well, the key question is, is the additional cost of coating the window glass offset by the yield from the uh, solar voltaics? Yeah, really good question. Um, you know, we think so. Um, you know, when we think about our technology, we think about it as as kind of this combination of you know renewable solar energy generation technology and a window. And so, by using our technology, it's it's kind of like a window that's doing something else, something in addition to what your traditional window does. And so, our cost as a window versus a traditional window is only going to be in the twenty to thirty percent premium. Um, and so it's not a significant cost adder. You know, we're not doubling the cost, tripling the cost or anything like that. And in most cases, when people, you know, build homes or buildings, they want windows and they typically want more windows. And so, you know, our technology enables, again, designers and architects and these building developers to actually potentially increase the number of windows they're actually able to put on their building, um, which obviously is more advantageous aesthetically but also then, you know, gives them more value and benefit in terms of energy generation. And so, you know, there's, there, you know, there, there's a number of ways that you could think about this value. Um, and, and we like to think of it as, as in kind of major three major categories. You know, one is definitely on the aesthetics um, and the way it looks. And, you, you know, that's really important, obviously, for windows, because um, people like, you know, nice looking, clear, transparent windows. Uh, you, you don't want that view either inside or outside to be really impeded. So that's one. Uh, the second one is on the energy performance, right? Um, so kind of inherent in our technology is really good thermal insulation or thermal performance. 
which is really important for windows. Um, um, right, you have you have solar energy coming in um, through the glass in the windows, and a lot of that is, as I mentioned, infrared, non-visible light energy, which is also known as solar heat. So if you're not blocking that or reflecting that or inhibiting that from entering the building, you know you can get this effect where it, um, a lot of that heat is coming through, and so. With traditional windows, what's been developed is, is something called low e emissivity or, or low E glass. And all that really is, is a series of metal oxide materials that are deposited on the surface of the glass, which essentially acts as a infrared mirror or reflector. So it inhibits that light energy or that solar heat from passing into the building. So our technology works essentially in a very similar way, but as opposed to reflecting that light energy back out to the world, we're actually capturing it and harnessing it and converting it into useful electricity. So, so you know, we have the aesthetics, we have really good energy performance from that, you know, thermal in insulation perspective, but also creating, you know, clean renewable energy. And then on the third side, uh, as you, um, as you're pointing out, Anthony, with your question, is the value, uh, it, you know, is the financial payback. Um, you know, there's a number of things that we're able to provide, you know, not only from an energy generation standpoint where oftentimes we're able to take advantage of either tax incentives or credits because now the window is a solar system. And so now it, that, that credit or incentive doesn't just get applied to our technology, it gets, implied, it gets applied to the whole system, which is the window and all of the wiring and all of the installation. So, so that's, a, that, that's a pretty nice driver. And the other one is um, a, a lot of, um, um, I, I call kind of ancillary benefits. Um, and, and for example, um, things like you're able to increase the building's energy performance overall, and you're able to get the building to get to a higher energy rated certification. So things like lead and lead points and lead credits, our technology is able to offer the ability to contribute towards a lot of those points and credits that otherwise the building wouldn't be at. And so you're able to elevate essentially the rating of the building, which oftentimes is directly tied to increasing the value of the building or increasing rents that the landlord or the building owner can you know, get from their tenants because more and more studies are showing people want to either work or live in places that are more energy efficient, higher rated. Um, and so it's becoming more of a conscious decision. Um, and then finally, just on the direct payback of the energy that's produced, you know, that could be a pretty simple calculation of how much energy is produced, what's the value of that energy or electricity in that given market at the given utility rate and you can apply you know, the metrics and calculation that way. And depending where you are, it could be a pretty quick payback you know, within the order of a few years, or it could take a little bit longer, you know, five to seven years. But in most cases, it's a pretty compelling uh, value proposition. Um, and that's the feedback that we've actually received from a number of you know, building developers and consultants um, in the facade world that we've talked to. Right. Well. We've, we've discussed the fact that you've got uh, a couple of sites where you're undergoing long-term evaluation, but is the product generally available on the market uh, at the moment? Yeah, no, great question. Um, not yet. Um, you know, we're, um, as you can see in the, in the image behind me, this is actually an image of the installation that we did at our headquarters here in California, where we essentially replaced the windows um, with our windows. Um, and they've been installed for almost two years now, and they've been running um, and, you know, I would welcome you, um, you, you, know, you know, if you have a chance to visit the San Francisco Bay Area to, to come by and, you know, love to show you around. But essentially what, um, what these, these windows are sized um, 
at, 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 at what that's what known as kind of the test certification size for new windows. And that's roughly 14 inches by 20 inches or roughly 35 centimeters by 50 centimeters. And that's, and that's the current capability that we have um, at our facility. And it's not a limitation of the technology or the manufacturing process. It's really a constraint um, by from the equipment that we have. And so our plans now, obviously, to get this to the commercial market and more broadly available is to get it to a larger size. And so right now we're actually in the stages, final stages of designing um, this, what we call a, a high volume manufacturing line that will be able to produce windows as large as five foot by 10 foot, which is more typical for what you would see in either you know, commercial buildings or most you know, residential homes. And, and our plan right now is to get that, get that line designed by the end of this year. And we're going to um, basically start ordering the equipment and install it um, at, a, at a site that we're looking at right now somewhere in the United States. And we expect that line to be you know, operational, producing windows up to that five foot by 10 foot size in, in, in just about two years from now. So kind of the end of the year, calendar year 2023 is when we expect this product to be commercially uh, available. Great, and after that, do you plan to expand to Europe and beyond? Yeah, of course we do. Um, you know, the, the, uh, our expansion plans are, are really um, by design in terms of the way that we've developed the technology to be manufacturable. And what I mean by that is it's a coating that's that's applied using methods and processes and equipment set that basically every global glass manufacturer or glass coating company has around the world. And so we've developed it with this in mind because in order for this technology to be widely deployed and widely adopted as quickly as possible you know we don't we didn't want to have to build you know hundreds and hundreds of factories around the world to get this product out there we really felt really strongly that a lot of the class companies and partners that we have knowing our technology we strongly believe and you know they've kind of indicated to us that we can essentially transfer or license this technology to them and they can start producing it in their own factories. And that's really what's behind our expansion plans. And so we're in conversations with advanced conversations to, to essentially do this, license this technology to manufacturers in, you know, all over the world, in Asia, South America, in Europe. And that's really our plan to expand um, inter internationally as quickly as possible, but all starting with this first line, you know, that we're gonna be building here in the United States. Well, Vera, thank you very much for um, going into such detail and explaining what your company is doing. It looks like a bright future. We'll look forward to seeing your products over here in Europe uh, in the future. And yeah. uh, thanks again. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for your time, Anthony. It was a pleasure talking with you. That was Viral Hardev. Find Ubiquitous Energy at ubiquitous.energy. I brought you this interview because I thought it was interesting and not in expectation of any reward. I just want to remind you that these interviews are not advertorial. The Sustainable Futures Report accepts no advertising, sponsorship or subsidies, and I have total editorial control. Of course, I'm always grateful for the support of my patrons who pay a small monthly contribution to help me cover the costs. If you'd like to join their number, you're more than welcome, and you can find the details at patreon.com SFR. I'm Anthony Day. That was the Sustainable Futures Report's weekly interview. 
There will be another next week and a regular edition on Friday. Bye for now. Thank you.